morning. Welcome to Juice in the Morning, episode 61. This is the Super Second Saturday episode that we, my fr- myself and Cam Evans, have been uh, dedicating ourselves to doing. So once again, I want to introduce you guys to a you know, future podcast host himself, uh, an avid uh, film lover, possibly filmmaker. So uh, welcome to the show again, Cap. Captain, welcome to Captain. the show. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Welcome back to the show, Cam. How you doing, bud? Hey, doing good, man. I was just so excited to. I was so excited to talk about Captain America that I almost called you Captain America. Hey, I'll take it, man. <laughs> so, um, first, Captain Beerbelly. <laughs> so, first of all, let's get into just what we're here for, which is the um, review of Captain America. Was it called the first Avenger right when it came out? Yeah. Okay, yep. so Captain America, the first Avenger. So kind of give me some thoughts that you had from viewing it. I don't know if you watched it recently. I watched it and took a bunch of notes. So let's see what yeah, you I watched it like I watched it a couple of days ago for the 5,000th time probably. <laughs> yeah, it's probably one of my favorites. Oh, yeah, definitely. It's uh, really well made, I think. Um good period piece i guess yeah. you could say yeah and uh, and just the cgi alone in the beginning with uh chris evans was like freaking awesome like when i first saw it i had, I had yeah i had no idea what was going on like i was like is that chris evans like they had it and like just kind of like accepted it because i was like they, they had to have done that with cgi somewhere or another but i was just like really blown away at that time because i don't think we'd really ever seen I guess Benjamin Button was before that, and they probably did that, didn't they? Something yeah, like yeah, they did a similar. I think it was a similar uh, technology. Um, but I mean, they just they had a really small, skinny dude film, and then he just basically got like a green screen over his face, which is so weird. <laughs> yeah, it's just crazy, man. I mean, Disney, Disney, Disney CGI technologies have definitely come a long way, especially with the whole de aging. Yeah, uh, which they're doing now in like almost every freaking movie that comes out is that in the new Pirates of the Caribbean yep. they did it in you know Civil War with Robert Downey Jr. It's crazy. It's really it's really cool though. Yeah with Robert Downey man they that was crazy. Like that definitely looked like a younger him. But it, yeah. it, it makes me wonder like I would like to look at pictures and see if that like matches up with like how he looked as a kid. Right. I mean I I've I've watched a lot of his like older movies and like it's crazy to think like kind of weirdly like the actor that they got to like Play the body of him like looks like his build at that age too like it's so fucking weird like that is weird yeah it's cool though so the one of the first things that i noticed from watching this was you know going back and like re-watching these films i don't really i didn't notice when i was watching them the first time um all of the the actors that i've enjoyed in other films and other movie or other tv shows and things like that um hugo weaving as the red skull um the way the obviously this is a like this is a spoiler, but I'm sure you've seen Captain America if you're listening to this podcast. But uh, we lose that guy at the end. The Red Skull like obviously gets like sucked into another dimension dimension or something. I would actually personally like to see them like bring him back some way or another because it doesn't show him like actually dying or anything. He just kind of like gets sucked in and sent to space or whatever. Yeah, I, I really want them to bring him back too. Because I, I like Hugo Weaving as an actor because he was like, you know, Mr. Smith and um, he was also like in the Lord of the Rings and that kind of stuff. And I just like him as an actor. 
Oh, yeah, he's a phenomenal actor, I think. Unfortunately, I think he had kind of a a rough time on set or something, and he said he doesn't really have any desires to come back to the character. But I guess recently he has said that he wouldn't outrule it because I'm pretty sure they contracted him for that one movie, and that's it. Yeah. So So he's he's not going to rule it out. So. Um, yeah, but I mean, obviously that's a smooth move by him because who's going to, you know, rule out the fact that you could join a billion dollar, like a billion dollar film industry right now, like a billion dollar film production company, because they're just cranking out hit after hit. Really? I mean, in my mind, even, even the ones that people don't like that much are just killing it. Right. For sure. Um, and then the one thing that I thought was, was interesting when it comes to like kind of a a a thought about the idea in the movie was <clears throat> Steve Rogers when they when they talk to him he's not he doesn't want to kill Nazis and I, I'm just kind of blown away by him not wanting to go try to kill or hurt the people that pretty much took his parents and family away from him so like I just feel like the resolve he has to go there and still be innately good is just very impressive and it makes you wonder like what would happen if they went a completely dark route with it and he just like turned into captain america and just started like murdering people and like ripping ripping their arms off their bodies and stuff like that because i mean that's what would and that's where like the whole idea of like him being good you know that's what they were going for with the being chosen to become or use that super soldier serum um and what's also interesting i thought was the fact that that super soldier serum, I like Googled it and looked it up and it's like, it's been kind of like passed around the Marvel universe. So who's right. there, There's like other people that have used it. Who are some of those other people that they've like tried well, I mean, to use red, it? red school was the first technically. Yeah. It was just the, ger- or yeah, the Germans version of it. And then they kind of like perfected it and then brought it back. And then, um, I mean, there's been a couple other people that have been injected with it throughout the comics. And then, like abomination was kind of a combination of that and uh gamma radiation yeah. activation whatever you want to right. call it uh which obviously wasn't ideal yeah. well and and it's it's funny because like one of the notes i took was like you know is is uh the marvel universe like the people that create it are they so like thinking long term for all of these things that they got rid of all of the people that could create more of this. And then also I think the only person that could be successful with taking it was Steve Rogers because of how like innately good he was deep in his core. Like he was just a, like, you know, a good character. He was like a hero. He's not, he's not a bad guy by any means at all. And I think that like, what did like, I don't know any of the history, so like, why did the Red Skulls like face melt off and turn into the Red Skulls? Because, because he's a he was just a bad person, and he wanted it for bad reasons. Like and, he wanted it for you know more power and to be the bad guy and rule the world with it. Yeah. So it turned him, you know, the outside what the inside was. That's basically. so that's so crazy. <laughs> like right, like I'm just gonna get my face melted off. A German engineering man. <laughs> um. And then the other thing that I kind of noticed that once again, these, I guess, I guess a lot of the notes I take aren't necessarily review notes. They're more 
like I like to think of like bigger pick bigger picture stuff. And for example, um, Stark's father is like portrayed in like these films as an inventor and kind of like the hero. But didn't they like get rich off of their weapons technology? It wasn't like he wasn't just like this like nice super nice guy that is you know helping out the U.S. government with all these you know non lethal things. Like he was like creating missiles and stuff, right? Yeah, I mean he was an inventor, but he was creating weapons for sure. Yeah. Um, like he created quite several different bombs, I guess, um, and then ammunition and guns and stuff like that. Yeah. So see, like and you know the first Iron Man movie, it's where Tony Stark picks picks up the company from where his dad left off right after, um, you know, World War Two and the fallout of all that. So, yeah. Or the Vietnam, I guess. So did so are are they trying to paint like you know Tony Stark's dad in a better light? by having him like as this like helpful guy that you know flies him over the flies him over whatever where was it god i'm is it germany he just like flies him over yeah. germany oh, and yeah. like he flies him and drops him off in the parachute or whatever yeah and yeah i mean i don't i don't know um it's like, like to me it's like they're trying to make him look better like instead of the like the guy better than Tony. yeah like well not i guess more um maybe more pure than Tony. Like he's like just doing these things because he's, you know, a good guy. <laughs> oh, I guess so. Yeah. I don't know. I think he is a good guy. If you watch, do you ever watch agent Carter? Well, that's another thing that I, I was getting ready to get to on my notes because I did see agent Carter in the film and it made me wonder like, was it, was agent Carter, the television show worth the watch? Like should people listening to this, if they haven't seen agent Carter, should they check it out? I think I don't. I liked it. I thought it was really cool for yeah. what it was. Um, I mean, it's short. It's only like eight episodes, so you could watch it in a day if you really had time. Is um, it only one season? There's two. Okay. Um, but Tony Stark or uh, Howard Stark's in it. Mm-hmm. He's a pretty big character in the TV show, so you get to see more of him in that age. Yeah. Um, as opposed to you know, I mean, we see a lot of Howard Stark throughout the movies but it's all little bits and pieces kind of, but yeah. I think agent Carter get definitely fleshes out his character a lot more, um, as like, you know, a younger version of his son. I yeah. Guess you could. yeah. And you know, another thing that I thought was like interesting, it's like the thoughts I have, like while rewatching these, him, him jumping out of the plane with Howard Stark taking him is kind of like the exact same thing he did when he was, um, trying to stop Tony from fighting Thor and uh, mm. and Loki or whatever. Like, he jumps out of the plane, and there's, like, you know, Natasha Romanov and Tony Stark in that plane. And, like, Tony, instead of being the guy just dropping him off, he's going out to try to stop the guy. And then, you know, Captain America goes out there. It's just, it's just cool to see kind of, like, they <clears> – <throat> I feel like they don't situation. Yeah, they don't I feel like they don't like repeat things, but they definitely like pay like I think homage to like the things that happened in the past. Like almost like history repeats itself but in like different I guess different ways and it's just cool to see it. It's cool to see and watch these from kind of beginning to end again because you're kind of like getting a different perspective than when I just see them in the movie theater. Right. Yeah, right on. And so what would you think about okay this is another like note that i took because didn't the like in i want to say the the age of ultron 
doesn't the Tesseract have like a or not the Age of Ultron because that was a different and uh, Avengers one. Yeah. yeah, Avengers one. Didn't the Tesseract have almost like a conscious like consciousness? Like it was it was almost like making people do things or no? That I guess now that no, I think that it, was the Mind Stone. Yeah, and that was the but one the in Tesseract, Ultron. Yeah, the Tesseract is also um, an Infinity Stone or whatever. So I mean, they all are kind of like beings. That's why I was like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And that's why I was like, my question though, is like, while I was watching it, I was like, does it know it's being turned into a weapon by the German, like Nazi guy, the red skull and his like little scientist. And if so, like, you know, was it, you know, happy to be like, is it a destructive power clearly? Because if it knows it's being turned into a weapon. Yeah, I guess so. Um, I mean, I don't, I don't know if it'd be happy, but I think it's, I mean, that's what it's kind of meant for is, uh, some sort of power source. If you think of it like that, um, as well as like a Stargate. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So the, a lot of the, a lot of the stuff that I like, I'm, these are all just like questions that I have as I'm watching. So kind of, kind of give me your answer, like as if you were the person making the movie or the comic. So how different do you think Captain America would be if he was just some jack dude, the like the guy that didn't get the opportunity to be it? How different do you think it would be, like, if they went in that direction? Like, how, I, and I'm trying to think of like, give uh, me. Might be a real shitty Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> a shitty Hulk. That's good. I like that because that's what I, I kind of was wondering too. Was you know Captain America is just essentially just a stronger human. Like he doesn't have you know, really superpowers, does he? Um, not really. I mean, he, he doesn't like age as fast either. And he, um, like maintains his strength, like throughout yeah. all times, I guess. Do you think, um, we'll, do you think we'll ever see like an older Captain America? Like where I think that'd be cool. I hope we, I hope we get something like, um, something from the comics where it shows him aging, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I think, I think Chris Evans's character is, I think he's probably going to die in the next couple movies just because they, I don't know. There's no way he's going to stick around to do Captain America for fucking 25 years, you know? <laughs> right. um, <laughs> It'd be hilarious, though. Like, uh, spoiler alert, I guess, like in the comic books, uh, Winter Soldier takes over for Captain America. Yeah. And, and in a lot of recent ones, Falcon takes over the mantle as Captain America as well. That'd be and interesting. Right, they're both uh, contracted for. Uh, I think Sebastian Stan, who's uh, Bucky, I think he signed a nine picture or a twelve picture contract. So it's kind so, of like the writing on the walls that that's what they're trying to go to. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people thought that in um, Avengers two, I think that uh, Captain America was going to die, mm-hmm. and then I remember no, 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 in uh, Civil War, a lot of people thought that he was going to die, and then uh, Bucky would take over. But yeah. obviously, that didn't happen. So. I don't know, man. I'm I'm gonna be really sad. Like I I don't really get very emotional in movies, but if Captain America eats it, man, I'm gonna I might I might lose I might lose my mind a little bit. <laughs> I hear you, man. I mean, I hope the way that they go about because it's an inevitable recast that's gonna happen. Um, and they've been saying like after Avengers four comes out, they're gonna take the Marvel movies kind of more space. Yeah focus on you know less focus on earth mm-hmm. so maybe they'll go a few you know a couple movies like 10 movies where the whole roster is different and you're not even really worried about captain america and iron man and you know thor whatever and then by the time they bring that character back and however since that they do it you won't you know it won't feel as weird or less organic as 
a new actor or a new character being that superhero. The wife just brought me a margarita, so happy birthday! Nice. Happy birthday to me! <laughs> um, it's everybody's birthday this weekend. My girlfriend is on Monday. Um, Cassidy's was uh, I want to say Tuesday or Wednesday. From Cassidy's, one of our friends. Um, and then I think James's birthday is here in a few days. And then James is on the 14th because my brother's is on the 14th too. <laughs> and then Jen's, my wife, is, is on the uh, the 23rd. So got a lot of June birthdays. I've I've told people before that that June is literally a worse month for us than like the holidays because we end up like doing stuff with everybody for their birthday instead Every of doing other day. <laughs> yeah, and and you end up spending money and going out and stuff like that. So you end up like being more broke during June than I do during the holidays. That's how I feel cuz my birthday's in May 25th is, and then my <laughs> girlfriend is like 10 days later, so. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Um so is uh the red skull back to the movie this this is all questions like i said um is it just me or did the guy playing bucky age 15 years from first avenger first avenger to the winter soldier like did they do that with makeup or did he literally like just look older because the movies are kind of like far apart in time frame well no they may i i, I never really thought of it i guess but he definitely aged because he wasn't frozen for seventy years. Yeah, he was. He was in and out of it. Yeah. So. For, so yeah. So know. he should so have he probably, aged. Right. He probably aged like fifteen years or so. I it, really hope on this on that light of him being in and out of being frozen. I really hope if they do make a uh, Black Widow movie, I hope they. I. It'd be really cool for them to do like a '90s set movie with her hunting down Winter Soldier. I think that'd be. A really badass storyline to follow. That would be really cool. Did they ever allude to that ever? Like at any point that she may yeah, have come like, into contact with him? Um, like in the Winter Soldier, she's telling Captain America about who he is, and she said that she's been chasing him for a while. And then in Civil War, when they're fighting, she's like, "You don't even recognize me." Oh, or okay. Something like that, because they actually like fought together, I believe, as well. That's tight. That right. would be cool. That like that's a good call. I never even knew that. Um. So was was Tommy Lee Jones' character a legit character in the comics? Like, was he somebody oh, yeah. that showed up? So I know he's old as shit and looks really bad. But do you think he, he could come back at any time? I mean, would they ever do like I don't know? Like, would they ever do like a flashback or something to him talking? Um, I mean, I don't see why not. Yeah, if it, if it helps the story, probably. Yeah, I hope they bring back uh, Stanley Tucci. Man, he's a He's one of my favorite actors. Which, which one was he again? I'm sorry. He's the uh, he's the scientist that gives him the serum. The, oh the yeah, oh yeah, he's awesome. Dude, yeah. he's good in every movie he's ever in. He's just, <laughs> I think he's hilarious. I loved him when he was like when he was talking about handing him a drink, and then he was like, um, "Oh no, you oh, have the procedure tomorrow." <laughs> and he's like, <laughs> "He was like, you shouldn't drink." And he was like, "I don't have the procedure tomorrow." um okay so another thing that i thought was interesting to and this is just these are all just random thoughts that i have while watching the movie um the giant planes that the red skull uses like later on um that he like that captain ends up like wrecking into the uh ocean or whatever into like the ice or whatever 
those yeah. actually reminded me do you think that um since hydra was like basically like the secret or the behind shield the whole time or whatever do you think those planes were kind of um blueprints for those massive carriers that they made because yeah because they were like very similar with like them being gigantic probably yeah i mean they definitely had their technologies combined and all of that and that's Um, what and like when that when i think about that like that's once again goes back to my like love for watching these from the beginning which is seeing that and being like you know making those own my own connections in my mind even if that's not what the directors or the writers were trying to do like i'm i'm putting that together in my mind and that's what i that's what i love about these movies and i think that's why people in general love these movies so much is because they get into that like you know fandom where we just start like making shit up <laughs> like is this Kinda, yeah <laughs> well they did they said um they definitely had the whole hydra um like in infiltration influence whatever since um I think it was since Iron Man 2 they had plans for that because, like, even in um, the Avengers movie, they're they're talking about, like, oh, why do you guys have all these blueprints or all this shit or whatever uh, for the Tesseract? And that's kind of alluding towards the reveal in Winter Soldier that Hydra's been there the whole time. Yeah. Which is really That is awesome. I love that they tie everything together. It's, like, it's so crazy to think to be a part of that, like, creative team, like how you're thinking on such a huge scale because – I would love to spend a day in their writing, their writer's room, and like just hearing them throw ideas like, oh, I think this in Guardians of the Galaxy 3 and this in Thor 4 and this yeah. and whatever. Like they're, they're not even like in the same four years of the movies being out, but they're all going to, you know, wink back and all that. It's yeah, great. and what's so, what's so insane about it is the fact that there are people out there that are struggling to get a movie made. And these people are like on the complete opposite end of that spectrum where they're like, so this movie is like five to ten movies away. How are we gonna incorporate what we're doing right now into that and like have Warm it, it all have it all planned? Like it's freaking nuts. Like it's crazy. Like I can't believe it. Um, right. Okay. So back to my 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 random thoughts. So it says basically Captain America while he's you know you know lamenting over his loss of Bucky says that he can't get drunk. So. Basic. What I thought was interesting was, um, uh, oh gosh, Agent Carter basically tells him she states that your metabolism works four times faster than a normal human, and so my first thought is, doesn't he just have to drink four times faster and more than a <laughs> normal person? Yeah. Like if he wants to catch a buzz, just like really chug that shit down. Like as that's, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> Like get some get some uh, one fifty one or something like that and just get some syringes, man. It'll be good. <laughs> he'd he'd be able to catch a buzz because the metabolism works the same even if it is four times faster. Right, right. Um, the other thing that I want to say about that is when it comes to bodybuilding and Chris Evans is a big dude. You know, if his metabolism is working four times faster. You got a lot to maintain. <laughs> yeah, he's got to eat a lot of stuff. He's and eating ne- nine thousand calories every three hours, <laughs> and never once do we see him picking up a fork and eating something. Not no, once, right? <laughs> or, or, or a set of weights or some dumbbells. <laughs> yeah, like his his workout is just kicking the shit out of Nazis. That's like that's how he gets buff. But uh, it, well, I think that's part of his uh, in the serum. It's like it's strength. Yeah. Okay. So then. 
the last couple of things that I have about my random questions, and then we can kind of talk about some other stuff. I know that you saw um, Wonder Woman over the weekend, so or over the past week, so I want us to kind of get into that too. So let's right. get through these. Um, is Red Skull the first time he ever fights anybody else that's enhanced? I think it is because I was like thinking that at the end when they like were kind of going at it at each other. I was like, this is, I think, the first time Steve has actually fought somebody that he didn't have a clear advantage over. Oh, yeah. Pro- yeah, for sure. And I think that, that it was, that's why it was like, because I always, to this day, I get infuriated when watching action movies and I see like our hero, for example, like Arnold Schwarzenegger or Sylvester Stallone in those movies back in the day where they were just like running through, killing dudes, like breaking their arms. thugs that don't know how to fight. Yeah, and then they get to the bad guy and the bad, the bad guy's like half their size or a quarter of their size and then like they still have a struggle to fight that person. It makes mm-hmm. absolutely no sense. Like why, why can't you take this guy that's 150 pounds that's a nerd and you've just been killing like these giant dudes throughout the whole movie, but you can't right. take this guy. Um, but I think, Scientists, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but I think the fight with the red skull was interesting because you could kind of see that Steve wasn't really like, he wasn't like used to like actually having to like really fight for his life. And it was just, I think that I noticed that. And once again, the movie or the creators of the film may not have been going for that, but it, it came across. So those are, those are kind of those things that I've thought about that. Last thing, this is my question that I think ends all of the questions. How does wrecking the plane not kill him? He wasn't even wearing a seatbelt. He gets in that, <laughs> he gets in that little, little cockpit and he drives it like as you're watching it, it literally straight down into it. So like what he's looking at is right in front of him. Like, I mean, that would smash okay. him. Smash yeah. him into like a pancake. Not even kidding. It's Captain America, bro. <laughs> he dove out of the way at the last second, didn't he? Something. No, I don't, I don't. Probably just some bullshit physics just shot him to the back of the plane and he got pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So once again, I've told everybody on this podcast that we were reviewing these films and that uh, a lot of the other ones I'm not as big a fan as Captain America. So my bias is going into full effect. So I'm just going to go ahead and say it right now. Nine and a half out of ten on the score on this one. I'm not giving it a full ten because I'm sure there's going to be one that blows me away way more than uh, this one. But nine and a half out of ten on this one. So what do you think on this one? I go with a with a nine nine out of ten. Yeah. So you had to go a little lower on this one, even though uh, I kind of. I think you. I always thought of this one as like a nine. Even I mean, sometimes I think of it as like a ten out of ten, but. Yeah, I think I think definitely it's close to 10 out of 10 because I think this was the first one that I watched with uh, people that weren't even fans of comic book movies, and they were like, yeah, that was good. Like, I really enjoyed it. So right. I know that, you know, Iron Man had the same effect for some people, but this one definitely had that effect for a lot of people. Yeah, I mean, I, it definitely uh, blew a lot of people away um, and just – all the whole point of it being like a period piece is really awesome for being a superhero movie because, I mean, up until before Wonder Woman just came out, I mean, most superhero movies take place in the present. Yeah, um, that's why I'm kind of interested to see the Black Panther because they're almost in like a different world there in Wakanda. Like seeing some of the like sneak sneak preview trailer stuff was freaking awesome. 
Oh, the teaser that just dropped yesterday blew me away. Yeah, man. I, so good. I wasn't expecting it to be that long. I was like, oh, shit, this like yeah. a real trailer with some Run the Jewels music playing in the yeah, background. I heard that. I heard that because you, yeah. you introduced me to them when we visited in Florida. Yeah, man. And that song in particular, too. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, okay, so that's our review kind of once again i'm actually going to start saying that it's not really a review because it's more the random thoughts that i think about and we just kind of talk about the movie so we might it's adjust that what was that i said it's just a discussion yeah so <laughs> i'm going to start i'm going to start like maybe posting more of those of those things we're we're on skype on my phone um i don't really have i can't i should have brought my ipad in because i was going to mention some of the comments that we got on the actual facebook page but I don't have I a way of, yeah, I don't have a way of doing it. So if you can pull it up, that'd be great. And then also while you're working on that, um, tell me, tell me your initial thoughts of wonder woman and don't, don't, uh, spoil anything too much for me because I haven't seen it yet. Um, I, I loved it. I thought it was really good. Definitely. Uh, definitely the strongest entry in the DC extended universe. I would say, yeah. um, so it's a little long, that's my real only like concern. It just felt like twenty minutes way too long. So do you um, think do you think they were taking like the route of they've gotten all those <clears throat> didn't they get a lot of complaints from some of the other I wanna say like one of the first Superman movies or the or whatever was going on that it was too short and they were trying to fit too much in. So they were like, Oh, let's make it longer so that it doesn't feel like we're squeezing a bunch of shit into a short little film. Uh, I don't know, honestly. Um, but I, but I, I mean, also don't know if that's even the the right description of the DC movies. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. I know Batman vs Superman. A lot of people said that there there was a lot going on in that movie, and um, it was still yeah, two and a half hours long. But then, yeah, I've heard people say that it could be that could have been a two parter almost. Right. Yeah, yeah. I thought it could have been two. And then, well, I mean, there are just so many like unopened, unanswered questions, and just like plot holes that never were filled and then they released the uh, extended version which mm-hmm. was like three hours and ten minutes and actually it, it made the movie a lot more smooth yeah like the the editing wasn't as like awkward i guess i yeah. don't know like it, it just jumped around from scene to scene in like the theatrical version but the uh director's cut like i thought worked really well yeah i definitely know what you're talking about with that because i i downloaded the um director's cut or the extended version and I completely like, you know, those of you listening, if you don't follow Cam, follow Cam, because <clears throat> when he says stuff, like sometimes you'll like say, oh, no, that's bullshit. And then you'll actually do it and watch what he's telling you to watch. <laughs> and it'll and it'll actually it'll actually pay off for you because I was um, I was definitely disappointed in the Batman versus Superman. And then I watched that extended version and, and it, it was a, it definitely made things it's like a, lot. a whole movie yeah it makes it makes it feel a lot more um like the film that you were trying to go for but anyways back to the wonder woman um so you said it was a little long and then what else about it that that you liked or didn't like um i really liked um all the actors for the most part were pretty well it felt a little i don't want to say rip-offish of like just i felt like the fighting scenes were just kind of like forcing the cgi and like slow-mo like every single fight like on with like the amazonian women yeah 
every single thing they do is like in slow-mo and like <laughs> clearly CGI. It's just kind of distracting. Maybe, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't see it in 3d. Yeah. So maybe it was better in 3d, but it just in standard, it just looked really like cheap. Like well, it just like they were forcing it. Well, everybody that I've ever talked to says everything looks cooler in slow motion. So that's like, a, that's a, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that, that is a mantra that I live by. I mean, you remember 300, that movie, they fucking killed it with the slow-mo. Oh, but that has like a perfect balance of when to use 3d and like <laughs> slow-mo and stuff. Like I just felt wonder woman, like when it's just her fighting, it's really, really cool. But I just felt like a lot of it was just, I don't know. And Patty Jenkins, the director, isn't an action director by any means. So she I mean, was. She, but maybe she was just her first time dabbling in that type of sequences. So, yeah. so overall, it's really good. I liked it. What would you would you say? You said it's the best out of DCU. So what is Which isn't the... really saying much. But... <laughs> <laughs> Which is saying a lot. You can be the prettiest pile of poop, but you still stink. You know. <laughs> That's fine. No, it's it's really good. I think DC's uh, and WB's kind of getting their shit together and realizing that uh, just making stupid movies to catch up to Marvel isn't going to work out. Yeah. So, um, one thing I'm disappointed in, which I don't really consider a spoiler, but Wonder Woman has like absolutely no build up to Justice League. Oh, really? Uh, I mean, there's so like there's bookends during present day. Um, and all it is is her she like emails Bruce Wayne. That's it. You don't see Batman. You don't see. Um, and I feel like the way that their movies have been so far, where there's so much fucking Easter eggs and cameos thrown down our, you know, shoved down our throats. Yeah. Wonder Woman. There's absolutely nothing. So it almost feels weird in a way. They're like, oh man, why is there no buildup for the next movie? Yeah. When their entire universe so far has been nothing but universe building, and yeah. now it's just like it just felt weird. Like. Wonder, I mean, Justice League comes out. It's the next movie to come out. Yeah. You think there'd be some sort of, you know, warm up to what, how did Wonder Woman get from this to this? You know. Yeah. That's inter- but, that is interesting. Like, and and, and every other, <clears throat> like Marvel is clearly doing the the building up to every single thing, and and you for know, the most part, yeah. And you know, DC's done the same thing, but yeah, that is interesting. That's a that's a that's a very good point, and um. I'm gonna I'm gonna talk to some people online about that and see what they think. Um, did you find any of those uh, those comments or anything? What what post is it on? I can't. Find I posted any. I posted um, on my page on the Juice in the Morning podcast page on Facebook. I said, "Give me some thoughts on your uh, you give me your thoughts on Captain America because we were getting ready to do this." So it's probably I would say today. No, I would say it was probably like two or three days ago. Because okay, it was when we it was when we were getting ready to do it on Wednesday. Gotcha. All right, hold on. Let me find it. But as uh, as as Cam's going to find this, I want you guys I don't to see go ahead. I was going to say I see the post, but I don't see any comments on it. Maybe I can't see them. Hmm. Anyways, it's all right. <laughs> I, I'll I'll, sh- I'll share them. I'll, we'll share them on the next one for sure because you know I definitely want to interact with everybody that listens and pays attention. Because people had some good thoughts about Captain America being like, you know, the innately good guy. Um, he's basically his, the the Captain America, the first Avenger, kind of set the tone for a lot of the movies to follow after it. Um, there was people thinking that and a couple other things. But once again, we will share them. I appreciate uh, you guys commenting. Um, 
if you like the podcast and you like what Cam and I are doing, make sure you rate and review it on iTunes. Um, that's basically how this show gets shared to other people. So just make sure you are rating and reviewing it because that that is showing that and that's also giving us tips on how we can get better, how we can maybe discuss different things, maybe even talk about like something that we never even thought about talking about because you guys thought of it and you're like, oh, I would love to hear your thoughts on that. So definitely pay attention, um, rate, review, follow us on or follow me on Twitter at Juice in the AM. And you can also follow or you can follow along, talk and comment. I will share them on the episodes. I just didn't have all of my stuff here today um, to look it up. <clears throat> but anyways, the interaction is what we're going for. We want to interact with you guys. Hopefully uh, here in the next year or so, Cam will be back in Indiana. So we won't be having this Skype uh, interview crap. We'll be actually sounding good. I was just about to say a uh, few months, man. I'll be, I won't be so far away and we can actually have our shit together. You yeah. Know? <laughs> and, and we'll have, like I said, we'll have, we'll be able to both be in here. You'll be able to have your computer to pull stuff up. I'll have my stuff and I won't have to be worrying about the Skype and worrying about watching the recording and my notes and all that stuff all at the same time. It'll go a lot smoother for us. It'll go a lot smoother for you as fans. I'm also um, working on investing into a, uh, a 360 degree camera. So basically I'm going to set it in the middle of the table and you would be basically in the room with us as we're recording. So um, it, it would go up on Facebook Live. So just a lot of stuff to look forward to. And, um, you know, we're going to keep doing this. So what's what's the next what's the next movie? Avengers one, man. Oh, <laughs> that's going to be a good one, man, because that's one of my favorites, too. Um when I, I saw that one, and what was funny about that was I think that came out around the same time as another movie, and my wife and Dark. I – what was that? The Dark Knight. Yeah, my wife and I went and saw Avengers. It wasn't The Dark Knight. We saw, like, some other random movie. Like, I can't even name it now. But basically we saw Avengers. Then the very next weekend we went to the movies again – saw the movie and I just the the feeling that I had when I left the second movie was like man that just wasn't like what did nothing happened <laughs> like I just like <laughs> I just was like so disappointed like and and it was such a different um different feeling from the week before where I came out of that movie and I like had this like big high like oh my gosh that was so awesome like this was cool this was cool we were talking about lines of like you know what was happening when the Hulk like flipped Loki around a few times and like whipped him like a rag doll like we were just like going nuts and then the next weekend it was just like we left and we we're just like god why did we go to the movies again and <laughs> so I'm just excited for that one so look forward to that next month um, what's coming up soon that you're excited about? Um, trying to think. Most of Spider-Man for sure. Um, that's going to be a big leap forward for the character, I think, cinematically. Well, is that, is that um, the next one or is it Thor? No, it's Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Spider then, what like was 4th that? Fourth of July weekend. Nice. Or, yeah, July seventh or something. But mm-hmm. uh. Oh, I'm definitely, <laughs> I'm definitely looking forward to both of those. So I think uh, when's Thor? Is Thor more like Christmas time or fall? Uh, November. Nice fall. So I think Thor and Justice League come out like two or three weeks apart. I can't wait for all of them. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> well, those uh, you want? No man, it's it's really it's it's a cool movie. Yeah, I definitely need to go see it. Um, 
Joe and I talked on our um, last podcast about women in film and that it's awesome to see films being um, directed and, you know, starring a woman and how strong they are and actually like, you know, not being not being afraid to enjoy that kind of stuff and and not being not being weird about the fact that it's a it's a woman driven film because you know clearly hollywood is a little bit afraid of that right yeah i just <laughs> i didn't i had actually had like a little argument with someone the other day about like how it's a feminist movie i don't think it's a feminist movie i feel like that it was like taking away credit from it i just think it's a superhero movie it just happens to star a woman yeah you know? and, and that's because i don't i go into it i'm like oh this is fucking girl movie no i think of it, it's a it's a superhero movie you know yeah and calling it a feminist movie it's like oh it's an all-woman movie you're just taking more of their credit away because you have to give them their own uh category you know yeah. what i mean like yeah separate. i get i get exactly what you're saying and i think that it's one of those things it's like um you know giving an award to somebody for being the best at a specific thing that like doesn't give them the credit for being like you know as good as at something as what they are yeah i get you yeah, yeah so but uh thanks for doing the podcast again um how can they find you on the social media because i know i just saw you change your name on instagram yeah i i'm trying to get my instagram game going i've gained quite a few followers already uh just trying to do my like cooking um videos and everything get going but uh are you gonna I'm, are you gonna want to do that kind of stuff when you get back here too yeah, for sure. Um, I definitely want. I want to have like a wide range of um, internet videos. Yeah. <laughs> so, so how do they find you on Instagram? What's Instagram, your Instagram? I'm cams c a m s underscore kitchen underscore Florida. Nice. So, when you come to Indiana, is it going to be Indiana? I don't know. <laughs> I really hope by that time I can just be Cam's Kitchen. There you go. There you go. Somebody has it right now, and I'm just I just got to find him and kill him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> just gotta find him and kill him. All right. So then, uh, I know you're on you're on Facebook. Uh, what do they find you at on Facebook? Facebook. I'm just Cam Evans. I, I comment on and like Juice in the Morning shit all the time. So. And and also, guys, he is an admin on Juice in the Morning. So if you guys comment, he can get on there. Yep. Yep. Except for right now, because we can't get on there. I'm on there. It's just being weird. I don't know. <laughs> but anyways. Um, you know, once again, thanks for doing it. I hope you guys enjoy the Super Second Saturday. We're going to keep doing it um, up until at least Infinity Wars. And then after that, I mean, it's fair game. We're going to start talking about whatever you want to talk about, whether it be... By that time, dude, we'll be on the radio, so it's whatever. <laughs> I'm hoping so. Or the podcast will just be big enough that we're actually getting paid to do it. Right. That's always <laughs> nice, too. <laughs> well, thanks for being on, man. I appreciate it. And uh, we'll we'll talk to you guys later. Good morning.